Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. All right, we are live. All right, good morning, everyone. So excited that you're here um, to chat with Jackie and I about her awesome story. And the reason I wanted to bring her on and visit with everybody this morning is because I want us all to normalize where we're all at. So I feel like a lot of times you feel like you're alone in business, what you're going through, how you're feeling. And we can build like a lot of shame around that where we just feel like, I'm the only one failing, or I'm the only one struggling, or I'm the only one with these questions or doesn't know these things. And so as best I can, I really try to bring um, um, other boutique workshop members and Jackie's an accelerator into the group to just normalize, like this is small business. It's tough, but we can win at it. Um, and I love Jackie's story. So she's been um, gracious enough to join us this morning. I can't see any of your comments. However, Emily is here and she's going to make sure to tag you guys that wanted to watch this. Um, she'll answer questions if she can. And if not, I'll go back through the comments um, and make sure that, you know, and Jackie's in the group too. So we'll make sure that we answer any questions that you have. Um, you know, we have to admit when we're and be humble when we screw up and mess up and so I need to let everybody know that I messed up yesterday so I was so excited about the masterclass content and what I was sharing and I got off the masterclass and I was like I didn't tell anybody how to work with me I was like that's really funny so I'm like and you need to continue on and do the quick start and then then I got off and I thought see you're a good grief settle yourself down and, you know, explain it a little. So um, I was just laughing. I told Emily after, I'm like, how could I, I don't know. I just get talking and worked up. And so anyway, I'm not going to forget that. So I'm going to share with you right now. Um, Emily will post a link, but our quick start starts on Thursday. Together as a group, we're going to be working on exactly what we talked about yesterday in the masterclass. So figuring out your sales goals, your inventory, and your cash flow, those three pieces. We'll work on each one of those weekly. So it'll be broken down into a bite-sized actionable step together as a group. We do this in my private Facebook group where I coach live. So I'm trying to like slow down today, Sierra, and explain this, what the quick start is. Um, and I just call it a quick start because in a month, you'll be in a completely different place than you were today. Like a month from now, you will finally have an understanding of where your money's going. You'll understand what your inventory has to do with your cash flow. You'll know how to set sales goals and how to meet them or work towards meeting them. And so it's a quick start, like a jump start, like you're in the ER and we have the paddles on your heart and it's like, boom, let's just like get you going, get you back to life. We got to resuscitate you here. Yes. 
Um, and so I want to work with every single one of you. I feel like every person on this call and that participated in the masterclass, I look through your questions, your comments. You really are phenomenal boutique owners and great candidates to work through the quick start. So if you need the link for that, please comment. I need the link for me. Um, and Emily, will get that to you. We start Thursday. So in just two days, it's only $298. Um, and there's a money back guarantee. So if you don't make that $300 back or save it with what I teach you and you've done the work, I will refund you because I know that that won't be the case. Um, if you put the work in, you're going to make the money back or you're going to save that money in a month um, and be so far ahead. So I want to work with you. Now I finally, you know, told you how. So we all have to admit our mistakes, even though I've done master classes for like two years, I forgot to talk about what I was talking about. So anyway, with that being said, Jackie is here. She has a beautiful business. It Dietology, is that how you yeah, say dietology. it? Yeah. Okay. Where she custom makes what she's wearing, these beautiful clothes. It's a very unique retail business, which I love. Everyone in the group is a little different, you know, mm -hmm. gift stores, kids stores, pet stores, makers. Um, and Jackie's a maker slash retailer because she does it both. Um, and she's in the accelerator group and just emailed me about a month ago with some awesome news and said, Sierra, my goodness sakes, I just paid off all my debt. And I was like, what? And we happened to have a coaching call that day or the next day scheduled anyway. And so I said, you've got to tell me what you did. And she shared a very simple statement on how this happened. And so I asked if she'd come share. So. Hi, Jackie. Thank you for being here. So excited to be here. So tell us just a little bit about you first, like when you started and um, and how you got into the dyeing and the making side of clothing. So we kind of understand your business model. Sure. Um, so I spent 17 years as a designer in corporate, like designing for big brands. Um, I'm located in Columbus, Ohio, which is used to be a, a big hub for all the limited brands business. So I spent 17 years um, designing in corporate and my background, I got my fashion design degree. Um, so it kind of all worked out. Um, I started my business though on the side when I was in corporate as a stress relief. And, you know, I had been promoted up the ranks. I was a director when I left corporate. So um, I was spending a lot of times in, uh, in meetings and behind the computer. So not a lot of like hands-on, um, you know, designing. Um, I was responsible for it, but it, there's a difference. And so I right. wanted something totally different than my day-to-day, -day, like sitting in meetings behind a computer. So I was like, what can I do? And so I, I did almost like a 360, meaning like, I probably picked the hardest, most laborious creative outlet. I love it. But I had learned surface design in my curriculum to get my fashion design degree. And I love my surface design classes. When I did my senior thesis and we had to do like seven like runway looks or whatever, like I hand dyed and did most of my fabrics. And so I loved it. Um, but, you know, I just walked away from it when I got in the corporate world and worked and traveled and became a mom. And um, so I dusted off those books and just started experimenting. And so it was working with my hands. Um, each one was different. And so um, I really love color. Like even when I was in corporate, like I loved like the color approvals. I loved putting together color palettes. I loved color. So it just really um, was easy in a sense of um, 
I didn't intend for it to become a business. It just did uh, because I just was creating all the time. And you get to the point where you're like, well, I have all this stuff in my house. Like, what am I doing? Like, I can't just yes. give this to everybody. I mean, I could, but then it's like, what am I doing? And so it started very organically. Um, we have a great art scene here in Columbus. And so I started applying for juried art shows. And then, you know, I started an Etsy site and it just kind of started. Um, so then as it grew, I got my own website and then I left I made a big personal decision because my son, um, he was going into middle school and he was leaving a very small private Christian school environment from kindergarten through fifth grade into the real world of like middle school, which I think of all the school years as the grossest. It's, it's so hard. Funny. I know. And he had never even ridden a bus because his school was so small. So I'm like, oh my gosh, my baby's going to be killed out here. Like I yep. had a lot of anxiety and plus my, it, I literally was working like almost 24 seven between being in corporate hours and then rushing home, getting food on the table and then dying after work. So it was like, I needed to make a decision. Um, so I went all in on my business um, so I could have more flexibility. I wanted, I had been the absentee parent from my son's birth until basically fifth grade, however old that was. And so I wanted to make a life change um, for that reason. Um, and I wanted to go all in, I guess, on myself. Um, I had been promoted to a director, um, great, had great people that I worked with and for and un, like my team. And I thought, I'm like, if this is all there is like in the next like 20 years that I have to work, like, I'm like, I don't know, I want something more like, and yeah. so that's how it came to be. I, I never set out to have my own business. If you told me that you'd have to deal with taxes and, all these, I'd be like, no way. Like, I just want to create. Um, but I really, I really do love the business side of things. Like, I, I feel like I'm um, almost 50-50, meaning a creative um, maker, designer, whatever. But then I love the business side. And I do love numbers. Like, I, they're not intuitive for me. But having somebody like you um, that breaks it down like, I love to learn it. I just can't figure it out myself. And so, yeah. you know, I had that messaging kind of like when you're creative and especially growing up it's like oh where well, you're an artist like you don't know number like you're kind of fed that like right oh, yeah okay. like I'm just creative I don't know numbers and so it did make me afraid of them um but through the years having my own business like I've learned to love them because numbers are what matter and I know that's not sexy and it's not exciting but um I think like having being in your group and really starting to understand the numbers like it makes me excited because then you know what levers you can pull and push to help you versus always yes. just feeling I just felt like oh my gosh like what are these numbers I don't know they don't make sense and it was overwhelming but now like yeah. I'm excited by numbers but I I need the help and the way that you break it down week by week like honestly it's not scary which I mean if things are scary we don't do them right uh, so like I don't go into one of your weekly sessions being like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to understand this. Like what's happening. I don't. Cause I'm like, oh, like by the end of it, I will understand it. And that gives you the confidence. Like each week I'm like, okay, like I can do this. Like, and then you know, once you have that confidence, you can look back and it's really exciting to feel so in control of your business. So instead of, I'm just going to go die things because that's where I feel comfortable. Yes. Like, no, I know this and I know this. 
and I can, this is my business and yeah, it is. I'm in charge. It, it, it's empowering. And I, you know, of course I still have so much more to learn on the number side, but like little by little I'm getting there and it's not so intimidating. And I like that. Like, it's fun to look at my metrics. I know it's geeky, but I'm like, Oh, and even now uh, when you have a low week, it's not as exciting, but like I did mystery bundles um, with my business, like last week and it was like an amazing week so I'm like oh my gosh this is so awesome (laughs) we were just talking about that this morning in the accelerator small group call um it's really fun to look at your business when it's doing well not so fun to look when it's not however that's why community and being part of a really great community coaching group is so important because you have to have some when you have those weeks that are low you've got to have something to draw on so because entrepreneurship is really lonely. I mean, it's not sex. I mean, I think, you know, on social media, it's been glorified, like entrepreneurship, you're having coffee and you're traveling with your laptop. And that may be one or two days out of the year, but for me and just my business and how it's modeled and structured, like that's not reality. Like I am in my house, my studio's here, which that's what I want. So I can see my son, Um, but it's not like, glamorous <laughs> right? even though you know it feels like but I've seen the pictures of you where your hands are completely blue from dye I actually love I love those pictures because to me that's real I saw I've yeah. seen those and I'm like that's what Jackie actually does you know and that's what we yeah. all do and, where and our hands are dirty and our hair's back and we're sweating yes. and, you know <laughs> and that's nice this is a big day that the hair's out of the ball and like I'm like presentable because you know almost every day I do die so it's not like I'm getting dressed up for the camera and yeah um but and I try and paint a real you know vision of that because I I don't know I think if somebody's going to go into the business or know my business like I want them to know I'm not walking around in heels in my house dying. Like, that's just yes. not real. Like, no, I'm in like workout clothes that if they get stained, it's okay. So let's talk about the debt because that's something we hide too, right? So we yeah. put on our makeup, we have our hair done, we have a heels on and our friends yeah. say to us, guaranteed, I wish I could see all your comments because I know all of you would be like, me, me, me. I want you to throw an emoji and then like, tell me so I can go back and look how many times each one of us has had a friend or acquaintance say, you own your own business. Oh, that must be so nice. You must be so rich. <laughs> I don't know how many times people told me that. And it's just, you know, naive. they just don't understand or know. Um, but we think to ourselves, if they only saw the back end and it gives us this really awful feeling of fraud, like I'm such a fraud. I put on... I have this beautiful store. I make this beautiful product. I package my things so nicely and ship them off. But on the back end, I'm up to hearing debt. I cannot breathe. My house is on the line. I can't sleep at night. That's the true story that I want everyone here to, you know, I understand and Jackie gets it. So let's talk about how you got to your debt. And then what everyone wants to know, how do you get out of that like what do we do so how'd you get there in the first place well so I don't I feel like as you know small business owner like I'd always had some debt on the business and it was like an ebb and flow like you know kind of the beginning of the year getting loaded on materials inventory like subscription like those kind of things and then like I'd always 
work it down by the end of the year, but it never would go completely away, but it was just manageable. And so yeah. I think people, we all have different risk tolerances, meaning like, yes. you know, I would get it worked down. It was never gone, but it was like at a level that I'm like, okay, this is like kind of the cost of doing business. Like you always have some debt and I was okay with that. Well then, yeah. And talking about like the guilt, like last year was 2021. Like I had been in business like six years at that point. And that's when I accrued the most debt I had ever been in and talk about like a sense of feeling failure. Cause I'm like, I should be getting better at this, like not work. Like what is even happening? Like, and it's kind of insidious. I mean, numbers like the, so there was a couple things that led to the perfect storm. So my first three year, three months of 2021, like just were low months, like it's the first quarter. So, but they were just low, like, you know, a couple thousand dollars lower than normal. And so then like going into April, like I was already like kind of sinking slowly. And then the other thing was I had, um, at the end of the previous year, I had hired through a referral, like a marketing, like a small business marketing person as a marketing director to help me with Facebook ads, um, like run my Facebook ads, things on my site, like to optimize, like I was working on conversions, optimizations on my site, and then uh, the Facebook ads, because, you know, it's a tricky world out there with ads, yes. like, yeah. So it was a big chunk of money, but I was willing to um, put that money into it. But what I found with the, I was paying a lot of money each month. And then that's when iOS, what was it? 14 came out for Apple and you could opt out. I, so like, I finally cut my Facebook ads off. This is part one of the debt, like had to stop it like in June or July when I realized that Facebook was taking credit for my sales, meaning my, I would look at my ROAS and my metrics, the return on ad spend every week. I mean, I'd watch my, and they looked great. I would have never continued running and paying for ads if my ROAS was in the gutter, right? But I kind of caught on to it by June when like I worked with the wholesale order um, through boutique that I do a couple times a year. I invoiced her directly, like nothing through an ad. Well, on Monday, Facebook was taking the exact amount of credit for that. And I'm like, how is this even happening? They were taking credit and it was through a few, like I did a mystery bundle that was never like ran as an ad. Like they were taking credit for things I could directly say, there's no way. So when I caught wind of that, I'm like, no, I'm just cutting off my Facebook ads because I had a lot of money invested in Facebook ads to get new. I have a very high repeat customer rate, which is amazing, but it's also the flip side of that is if they don't like, you don't have that constant influx of new um, people to buy things that maybe be on your site for a while. So yeah. I was willing to invest that money. Um, so that was one of the big contributors. Um, the amount of money I was putting in Facebook ads and then the amount I was paying him. The yeah, so let's stop yeah. for a minute and just tell everybody, like you mentioned this, everyone's debt comes from something different. I can't remember which of you mentioned yesterday that your inventory got you into debt. And I was like, that's actually awesome because your inventory can get you out of debt too. Exactly. <laughs> if you yeah. Manage it. But you know, we all take on debt for different reasons. Our store closed during COVID. We think marketing is going to be the best thing. Yep. We need a bunch of inventory. We decide that, you know, the best thing for us is to expand. There's all different reasons. And debt it, in and of itself is not evil. It's not the debt. It's 
what we do with it, how we understand it, if we manage it, and the risk tolerance. Like you said, some people have a bigger tolerance than others. So I just wanted to interject there. You know, Jackie's debt came from certain, but we all bring it in in different ways. Credit card debt, small business loans, family loans. There's different ways to accumulate it pretty quickly. Yeah. And then I also had hired a, a local agency that specialized in Pinterest because, again, it's like, oh, Pinterest is going to be the next place to get new people, you know, especially in light of the iOS 14. Like, let's try this over here. And they were a great, amazing, amazing agency. And they did all the things on Pinterest for three months. But then, like, when I was looking at my metrics, I got literally like no new people acquired from Pinterest. So I cut that off. So it was kind of like the perfect storm of, good intentions and willing to risk to try new things and then trying to pay myself too at some points like so then by June it was like literally the most debt I had ever 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 been in like it was awful like I it it was really a horrible situation and I um was like I can't do this anymore like I'm almost seven years in like this is a nightmare I felt so much guilt like my family supports me and yet I've gotten ourselves like in a mess. Like it was serious money. Like, you know, there's a lot my family could have done, you know, with that money. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, so he, here I was, I was like, I like, this is a disaster. Like I was so disheartened, depressed, like really didn't see a way out. Yeah. So do you remember when you found me? When did you join the boutique workshop? Cause you were in the workshop before the accelerator. Yeah. So it was funny. So I had put some things into plan, like really July 1st of that year. I found you in November. So okay. I was like, okay, this is like, this is like DEF CON 10. I'm yeah. not messing around, like no more paying myself, which I mean, I will be honest, like we need some sort of income for myself, like not just my husband. So that was a big decision. So I laid off or let go the marketing agency that I had hired um, to do like the ads and my website, all those things we were working on. So I cut the Facebook ads off, cut him off, and then cut myself off. Three big, like, it's like stop the bleeding immediately. Yes. So those were the first. Yeah, that was like, okay, that will at least give some more money, like, that I can help pay this debt. Then the next thing, I mean, it was really sickening because I just had a lot of, like, I did a lot of sales, like sales, sales, just because I was like, okay, what can I do? I have this inventory, like, what can I do? Like, I just have to like, and it was, you know, I think the summer months are tricky too. It was in that June, July timeframe, people are on vacation. Yeah, you know, it's just a tricky time. I just made really compelling sales and offers and it killed me because I felt like I was giving things away for nothing. But I was like, I don't have a choice. Like, this is not the yeah. time to try and get margin be darned like I just have to get rid of this stuff so that was kind of what I did like stop the bleeding and then like worked with what I had which was I had inventory so I was like well you're being sold at a great yeah value. and because it was like I was sinking quickly so it was like I can't wait to see if this stuff sells in two or three months like so that was like the plan and action like cut the debt then just start selling. Um, and then of course, minimizing any sort of expenses, like just super eagle eye, like, nope, nope, nope. Then I found you through Susan Bradley's podcast. 
And I literally was sitting at my sewing machine on, I will never forget it because you were talking about being a certified profit first coach. Now I had heard of profit first before years ago, I had downloaded the ebook, set up the accounts, but I was trying to do it on my own. And I find the book was very dry and it really wasn't tailored towards um, like a product inventory type based situation. Yeah. And I told you that numbers, like I love to learn them, but I'm not good at like figuring them out. So I had never, I tried it. I was like, this just does not make sense to me. How do I make these percentages work? Like what? So I literally heard it and I was like, okay, like I'm, this is it. Like I, if I'm going to like, cause I'd made progress on my own, but I was like, okay, this, it just spoke to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I literally went on your website, like got the freebies just to see like, okay, does any of this resonate with me? Can I do this? Got your free stuff. And then I signed up for like your regular, like the boutique workshop itself. And so I was like, okay, like this is pretty awesome. Then I quickly, um, I had signed up for your event in January. Cause I was like, Hey, I told my husband and you know, again, that's an expense. I was like, yes. Oh, like, I'm like, honey, I said, cause I can drive. Like you're only six hours away from me or six and a half. I'm like, and I love like Nashville and Franklin's like seriously one of my all time favorite places to visit. And I, and so my husband was like, yeah, go do it. Like, if you think it's going to help, like I said, yeah, I think this is a worthy expense. Well, then my husband had emergency surgery and, um, I couldn't go, but then that's when I joined the accelerator. Cause I was like, I need to speed this up even more. <laughs> accelerate this process yeah, like yeah. i'm like i love what you were doing and the normal like don't get me wrong but like when you're like faced kind of with urgency and like this stuff has like we got to get this cleared up i was like i need a fast i'm like i want even more like boom 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 and um honestly it was just seeing like learning how to set up the accounts i i think from that day in november even though like I don't remember how many weeks after I joined like the boutique workshop itself after that, like I started implementing right away. Like I set up a tax account. Cause I think for me, like we all have our like hot spots of like, oh, yes. like, don't. it was the end of the year. So I was like, I do not like, that's the last thing I need honestly on top of the debt is to like go get my taxes done and find out then I owe like more. So that was one of the things I did like right away. Like, so you can, you guys like don't feel like you have to do everything at once we all have our hot like i set up the accounts but i started shoveling money into the tax account because it was november or what i'm like oh my gosh like i'm in trouble so yeah. like you know i did have some good sales months at the end of the year like november and december so it wasn't true profit first like you know like this percent but i was like i just knew that i'm like okay i i don't why have i never been setting aside money for taxes probably because you feel like you don't ever have the money yeah. Um, but so then just like fine tuning that with you more through like learning about like how much profit and why, like for OPEX, whatever, like I just, it's like sharpening the saw. And then I just made some big, I just kept hammering away at that debt. That's all like, I just really just shoveled money on the debt, still was not paying myself, um, and that was purposeful because I was like, I've just got to get this done. And then I had shoveled money into the tax account. I was able to use some of that money to pay off the debt. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what I love, like, about, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but what I hear with what Jackie said is she was ruthless about her objective. I you don't know, when you get blunt. to that spot where you're bleeding out. Yeah. And it's like, I'm either going to lose everything or I'm going to figure this out. The other thing I think is really interesting is you spent a little bit of money for help, very intentionally spent. So you were ruthlessly cutting, 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 not spending, not paying yourself, but you spent a little bit of money to start working with me because you knew that would accelerate and then a little bit more to accelerate it even more. So being very intentional because there comes a point where the freebies just don't cut it anymore either. Correct. Correct. You can and only listen to so many podcasts yeah. you, until you're like, but I actually need something. I need to ask a question and the podcast won't answer that yeah. or I won't get that community. Yeah. And I was like, I will tell you, I was in such dire straits and I, so my personal finance guy that has nothing to do with my business, like some of my, our financial guy that we've had just for the family for years. Like I went to, I had an insurance policy on myself that we had set up when our son was little. Um, like, I mean, I was desperate. I went and said, how much can I get if I cash this out? I mean, I checked into so many avenues, Sierra, just because, I mean, I was desperate. I, this was no joke. And so when I found out, like when I could have cashed it out, the cash value is maybe $4,000. Cause it's one of the, like, I was like, okay, I know that's a possibility, but because the cash value is not like that great, like I didn't want to hurt my family too. Cause what if I yeah. get, get in a car wreck and then, you know, then they don't have yeah. any, but I checked into many, many different avenues just because I was that like desperate. I looked into like jobs that paid more than minimum wage, like, you know, the FedEx, the Amazon distribution, like just to have ideas of like, okay, if things don't make like forward progress on this debt, I may have to go get like a secondary job to go pay off the debt. Um, you know, I was, what else did I look at? There were some other things with our financial advisor and I didn't end up doing them because I didn't want to hurt my family more. Um, yeah. but I mean, I wanted just what options do I have? You know, um, yeah, I would have sold my platelets if it would. I mean, I was just like, I mean, because you feel helpless, you yes. feel overwhelmed, and you just want to see some momentum and some difference, I guess, on your level. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was, and I think too, sometimes when you are so bottomed out, you're willing to do anything. I mean, you're just willing to do anything. And I was and like, that, but that's really, I think, with anything in life, that's where we have to get. We have to get to a place where we will do whatever it takes to be done with the pain, you know, and I, otherwise we just keep making excuses and digging our hole deeper. We have a really good sales week and we're like, ah, it's not really that bad. You have to get to a place where you say I'm running a business and either I'm going to run this business yes. and make it work or it's not going to work. Like there's no more ifs, ands, buts. And it was kind of a relief, honestly. I mean, even though like I was like so mentally, like I had left my corporate career for this. Like, I mean, like a nice salary benefits, all that. And so I was so mentally defeated. But on the other hand, it was kind of an odd relief because it was almost like there was no more negotiating. Like, yes. oh, like, should I do this? Should I offer a sale? Like all this, you know, things that we, pricing is always a hard one. I feel like, especially when you make your own goods, good goodness, yeah. like 
I have cost sheets. So I do have a formula, but you know, I get in my head like, Oh, my ladies won't want to pay that. Like it was kind of like all that noise was gone in the sense of yeah. like, no, you're not running Facebook ads. Who cares if you don't have new people coming in the funnel because you have other, like all the things I think as a business owner that clouds your head and kind of yeah. um, get in your brain about what you should or shouldn't be doing like that. It was almost a relief because the, my only goal was to get money to pay off this debt or at least get yeah. it picked down. Honestly, I didn't think I would have it paid off. Like when I just did, honestly, um, but that it kind of, like I said, it was a relief because there was no more negotiations. There was no more like in and out, like on the line. It was just, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to get rid of any inventory that's been sitting around, get creative, like, cause you're not buying new. So, yes. you know, like if I have a broken size run, like, and it won't go on the website, then you're going to do a live sale. Like I was always like someone yeah. in their brain, like, you know, you may not feel like doing a live sale on a Saturday and then spending all day invoicing and what, but you're going to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. So kind of the steps you went through was ruthlessly cutting to yes. stop the bleeding. Like yes. we just no negotiation. We're done bleeding cash. Yes. And yes. then what do I have in my toolbox today that I can use? Yes. How can I get super creative? And yes. then now I've done those two things to the best of my ability. I'm going to get a little bit of help to help me like cross the finish line. Yeah, and you did that very soon. So July to February, it wasn't even a full year. You and I had on our coaching call, we talked about like you we were so laser focused on this and now it's gone. And now what do I focus on? Which is yes. I'm like, yay, this is amazing. Let's focus on paying you and getting you I, well. Of course, that's like the big, but it is so weird. I feel because I've always had debt on always, like for almost seven years. So it is a weird like position a good one like i'm not like yeah. it's just weird because that's what i chase so so hard um you yeah. know you kind of hear brides talking about like the post-wedding letdown or for a little yeah. like it's so your amazing event happened but now it's like okay like it was an amazing driver like i will say yeah. like it, i mean it made me like like possessed i mean i was just like every second of the day i'm like what can i do next so it was good in that sense and now it is kind of weird because it's like how do i keep the same intensity up when i don't have that you know what i, I mean yeah i yeah. believe me i'm not complete it's just it's a weird like what do i focus on next and so yes. it is a very good position to be in it's just weird because my brain has not um my brain has not switched over yet. It, it's like, you know, I've listened to so many, I listened to so many like mental, like well-being podcasts and they talk about, you know, weight loss. That's something we can all identify with. You know, you need to learn to be happy now because you're not going to be a different person when you lose that hundred pounds. Like you're not going to yes. be happy. So, you know, it is kind of, it's like, you know, I can't, complain or blame like oh if I just had this debt gone I could do that you know it's kind of the same like okay Jackie like you can't where's your crap now you can't talk yes. about that you know like you don't have so that. with that said so what are you so you're in the accelerator group we do yeah. our benchmarking our small groups or coaching one-on-one -on -one calls so what are you excited about like as people are listening here and I love that you guys are all like listening and some of you are like, oh my goodness, I feel that some of you might be on the other side and you're feeling what Jackie is like, now I have this vacuum and I'm ready to grow, but I don't know 
Yeah. What could you share like words of encouragement? Like let's help people look over the horizon. What are some possibilities for them that you're starting to get excited about now? Well, no matter how bad your debt is, like you can do this. You, you totally can. And honestly, if somebody would have told me that last June or July, I'd been like, whatever, like, but it's honestly just continuing forward. Do not stop one small step a day. So that's the first thing, Mm -hmm. like for anyone who's maybe feeling like your debt is over, like, just please keep going. You can do it. It does get better. So that's the first thing. And then, yeah, I feel like now I can dream about possibilities. Whereas before I was just like, so focused, like debt, debt, debt numbers, like on that credit card statement, like, are they going down? Are they going down? That was my whole focus. And now I find myself like actually dreaming. And I know, I don't, I know it may sound hokey, but I never like dreamt before. Cause it was like, okay, it's just this debt. I got to get this debt. There's no room to dream about possibilities because it was debt. That was my yeah. only, like the carrot, like getting that debt gone. So now like, I'm like, Ooh, like how do I make my business work for me instead of like chasing my business? And yeah. um, like, how do I reap the rewards of entrepreneurship? Not jetting off and drinking coffee with your laptop by the pool, but like money, like I hate to say it, but like, I want to be paid. I, I yes. work really hard. Um, you know, financially we've put off a lot, like with our house, like, you know, projects and things like, I want to be able to contribute to my house and make projects happen. Like we have to redo our deck because it's falling apart. And instead of like that being like, Oh my gosh, do I need to go sell blood at blood platelets? <laughs> get this deck? Like I want to be able to save and so I'm excited about the possibilities, like for what my business can do for me. And I honestly, you guys, like the whole time I've had this business, like I haven't had that brain shift of like, what can my business like do for me and my family? It was more me just chasing and working really yeah. hard. Um, and I think too, like now I want to like, how can I diversify my business? And like, and I don't, I talk to you, like, I don't know what that means. And I love the creative process. I love making um, but like, is there a different stream of income? Like this, these are the thoughts in my head and I don't have the answers, but like, what is the, but now you have the room for those thoughts. To yeah. Come. And before it was just, like, oh my gosh, debt, pay it off. So now I'm like, okay, like what are other, and so I do, so I do have different streams, meaning like I do live selling on social. I have my website. I don't mean like, I just mean like something completely different. I, and I don't, I'm going to use styling. I don't want to do styling, but that would be like a different stream. That's not product based. You know, I don't, that doesn't light my soul on fire. I can put together outfits, but like, if I'm going to do it, like I want it to be something that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited. Like I can't wait. And um, just because I can do something in my business next, like I still want it to be something that gets me really excited. Um, And so, you know, I am getting to the point where I really, these last couple of weeks, you know, it hasn't been that long since I've had the debt paid off. It's not even been a full month. And in that time, like I've had a horrible sinus infection for three weeks that I'm just coming out of. So my brain has seriously been clouded, Um, but I am starting to like ponder what's possible and that I would have never, I haven't felt that way in like seven years. Like what is truly possible. And that to me, is ex- that's why we become entrepreneurs. I mean, it's yes. part of it, you know, like 
yeah, we got to make money and pay the bills and taxes, but some of it, isn't it because we want to see what's possible? I think so. Like yes. I want to see yes. the possibility. And if it, like what gets me excited is like, if I can influence someone or help someone else to see their possibility, like by hearing my story of debt or just creating a business, like leaving corporate, like I'll be honest, I was 40 when I left my corporate job. I mean, I had a career, like who leaves their job when they're 40? Like to, I don't know. I mean, but I don't have any regrets. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I think for me, like I'm looking for bigger. I don't know what that means. I really don't, but I want like, I don't know. I want big impact and I, I you'll find it. I, you know, it's just like after running a marathon or doing something really physical that we've trained for or getting married and having a wedding, yeah. like there is that season of just like, I'm just going to sit in this now and I'm going to celebrate the win and wait to see what God brings next and where my talents lie, what I have a passion for. And I know that, yeah, you'll find that. But for me, it's so exciting to work with boutique owners like you, if I can help in like a small way to make your life amazing again and give yes. you back like calm and, you know, whatever tools I can. So I, it's just such an honor for me to get to work with you. And I'm really thankful that you're willing to share your story. It, you know, it takes a lot of courage to share the ugly parts of our entrepreneur journey, but you know, if you guys want to meet Jackie, she's coming to the May event in Franklin. And you can sit at her table for lunch and you can chat with her and ask her questions. We're going to bombard you. I'll put a different name tag on you so they don't know you'll be eating. I, but you know what, through my journey of like, that's why I left corporate. Um, I wanted like something more meaningful. And so I really do love to interact. Like that's been one of my funnest parts of leaving corporate is meeting women either like you are buying my clothing and helping them with styling or fit or just feeling confident again with something that they feel pretty in or just meeting um fellow artists at the live art shows that i do that like they're like hey how'd you start your website you know like i love being able to share and talk through but i think emotionally too like anyone just feeling that camaraderie like come you know if you if you're in the same boat with debt or just feeling like you're just don't know what you're I've been there I will be honest about it and that's I mean I love to share so I look and forward I've to been there too wants, you know anybody wants to join my table no I'm gonna be embarrassed if nobody wants to sit with me Sierra but oh. <laughs> then I'll just I'll strategically place people at your table it'll be good. okay Okay. Yeah. So the May event, May 15th in Franklin, we're going to do an all day event Sunday. And then magic is coming to Franklin on Monday, Tuesday. So we strategically put our inventory and buying day. We're going to learn all things inventory. And then you, you guys can all go to market together or separate, whatever. But I thought it'd be kind of fun for everyone to, to walk to market, especially if you've never been to market before, this will be a small, a bit smaller than, you know, Vegas or something like that. Um, and you can just take everything you've learned on Sunday and apply it. So that'll be a great opportunity. If you need information on the live event, just comment and Emily will get that to you. But this went ran a little over. I know we're going to be sharing this on the podcast. This will be the longest podcast I've ever had. <laughs> but because usually, you know, they're short, sweet to the point. But this, I just right. felt like all the pieces of your story were so important because I want people to know you are not alone. No. Like there are hundreds and hundreds of women 
just like you that are struggling with debt or struggling with just not understanding the, yeah. the nuts and bolts of their business, not, not knowing what you really want to do, not having your inventory under control, but all those things can be fixed. Yes. There's so much hope. It can all be fixed. It's hard work. There's yeah. no magic pill, but there are systems and processes that I would love to help you with. Um, any last words, Jackie? Join the group. No, I'm serious because I've been in other business groups. They've all been great, but I really think honestly, I did not ever, I, the biggest mistake with my business in the beginning is really not understanding and learning my numbers, I guess in a closer, more intimate way. Um, and I think like you're such a pro, I mean, at that and all the other information. So it really is the best group and know your numbers. That's going to be the key to your success and how to navigate those numbers. Um, so, yeah. and just being part of a group is so, so, so important. It's worth the expense. Like I said, I was trying to cut expenses and I was like, I just felt like this can help. It's like the best monthly expense ever. Love it. Well, thank yeah. you. That's very kind. Thank you so much. So much fun. I'm so excited to, to get some things from you. We were talking about how you're going to give me some options to purchase. I would love to wear some of your clothes. It's just so gorgeous. So you guys need to all follow. Where can people find your um, Instagram? You're very busy on Instagram. Yeah. So so out with you. Yeah. It's at Dytology, D-Y-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And then if I have Facebook ladies, um, I have a dietology page and Sierra, thanks to you. I just started a dietology uh, Facebook group okay. where all my main ladies have moved over and I, it is so much fun because I'm actually getting engagement versus like the algorithm of like three people liking my posts. So <laughs> if you're on Facebook, come join the dietology living colorfully group because it's so much fun, but Instagram, Facebook, and then my website, dietology.com. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jackie. I'll let Thank you get back you. to work. Okay. <laughs> this is more fun. Okay. I know it is more fun. We get to dress up and, you know, I yeah, know. it's all good. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys later. Reach out if you have any questions. Thanks for joining. We'll see you later. Bye. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. 
Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.